It's Monday, and you're with Bob McAvoy, right here on the Semper Reformata podcast. Well, good morning. It is Monday morning, the 30th of May, 2022. And this is Bob McAvoy with the regular Monday Prayercast, where we take a look back over some of the recent news and events here in Northern Ireland and further afield, looking with a Christian worldview. But look, before we start, I really need your help. I certainly appreciate God's wonderful creation. And I hope that you do too. After all, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. He made the world and the land and the seas and the animals and the fish and the birds of the air. And that's where my problem lies just now. Because there's a bird right outside the studio pod. And I am seriously being driven to distraction by its insistent singing. Every time I go to switch on the recording equipment, this bird starts. And... Even the well-insulated walls can't numb the sound sometimes. I've never heard such a loud bird. But the problem is I can't see it. I can't find it in the trees that are around. I can't see it in the roof. I don't know what it is or where it is. So I've made a recording of it and a few of its friends as well. And they're making a right racket. I wonder would you listen to it for a few seconds. And if you can recognise any of these winged wonders... Click the link in the episode notes to www.semper-reformata.com and leave a comment at the bottom of the page. So, here's the birds. Well, let's get serious. And the assault on the morality of the people of Northern Ireland continues apace. And it is once again being spearheaded by none other than the Secretary of State himself, Mr. Brandon Lewis, MP. Mr. Lewis was responsible for legislating at Westminster for abortion in the province, going against the wishes of the majority of people who live here and More recently, adding more pressure to the local Department of Health to entrench and extend abortion provision, forcing abortion upon health trusts and hospitals, doctors and nurses. But it now appears that buried deep in Mr Lewis's abortion legislation is a clause that requires a standardised sex education curriculum in line with a United Nations programme to be introduced and taught in every school here. Reporting on this Tuesday, May 24th, the newsletters Philip Bradfield wrote, and I quote, It is understood that Mr Lewis holds that he is under a clear legal duty from his own abortion legislation to ensure that the recommendations from the 2018 report of the UN Committee on the Elimination of Discrimination Against Women are implemented in full. These recommendations include making age-appropriate education on sexual and reproductive health and rights a compulsory curriculum component for adolescents, covering 
early pregnancy prevention and access to abortion. Now, if you cut through the gobbledygook, what that actually means is that Mr. Lewis wants schools to teach our children about reproductive health and rights. And I ask, what right has a woman to murder an unborn baby? And the Bible has the answer. No right at all. Abortion is the murder of a human being at his or her weakest, and it has serious health and mental illness consequences for any woman who commits it. No one has the right to take an innocent life. Yet Mr Lewis's sex education programme for kids will include, by his own admission, teaching on abortion. And you can guarantee that teaching will not be pro-life. The Catholic Church poses a problem to Brandon's wicked scheme. In Northern Ireland, most Roman Catholic children are educated in church schools, and the Catholic bishops have just published their own sex education curriculum to be taught in their own primary schools. Known as Flourish, it includes lessons on how babies are made, on bullying, on same-sex attraction, and on puberty. But the Catholic bishops have avoided the subject of contraception and abortion because of Catholic doctrine. It remains to be seen if the Catholic Church's determination to teach their children a more conservative morality will have any bearing whatsoever on what Mr Lewis can implement in the state-run schools. Now, if you want a personal opinion, and after all, why would you? I don't think that sex education should be taught in schools at all. You can agree with me or not, but I think it is the role of parents to teach their children morality, especially Christian parents, Christian parents who are to instruct their young people in the ways of the Lord, not in the ways of the world, even in the ways of the United Nations. Our children are the inheritance that God gives to us. So why would we hand them over to the state to have their minds polluted by the likes of Brandon Lewis and his ilk. It would be good to do some Christian parenting lessons in our churches. Here's some scriptures. Proverbs 22 and 6. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Ephesians 6, 1-4. Children, obey your parents and the Lord, for this is right. Honour your father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with you, and you may live long on the earth. And you fathers, do not provoke your children to wrath, but bring them up in the training and admonition of the Lord. Well, the culture of death in modern society is all pervasive. In Texas, an 18-year-old youth, just a boy, a student, obtained weapons and went on a killing spree, murdering his own grandmother and then killing 19 children and two teachers at what we would call a primary school. The teenager named as Salvador Ramos opened fire at Robb Elementary School, which teaches children aged 7 to 10 before he himself was killed by police officers. The 18-year-old suspect had a handgun, a semi-automatic rifle and high-capacity magazines. Now that's a child killing children. A meme on social media got right to the heart of the matter. It showed a man with a placard, a poster that read, 
If you teach a child that it's okay for mums to kill babies, don't be surprised when children kill children and the violence. Well, that's a poster our Secretary of State should read very carefully before he introduces so-called abortion rights into the local school curriculum. And we must pray for those grieving families over in Texas. One final story. Last week, the World Economic Forum met for its annual conference in Davos. Someone on Twitter quipped that the people who want to remove your privacy met in secret with armed guards. The people who want to restrict your travel in the interests of the climate change agenda travel there by jet aircraft. The people who want you to eat insects fared sumptuously with their meals accompanied by the finest wines. The people who want you to own nothing and be happy were themselves multimillionaires. Klaus Schwab, the leader of that cabal, earns a mere one million Swiss francs for his work with this so-called non-profit organisation. So I wonder where that comes from. Well, among the technocrats who were gathered there was one J. Michael Evans. He's one of the executives of a shopping company called Alibaba. Canadian Evans was part of a panel discussion in which he revealed that his company is developing an app. This app will track an individual's carbon footprint. One news reporter, Andrew Lawton, who was at Davos monitoring the meeting, quoted Evans as saying, We're developing through technology an ability for consumers to measure their own carbon footprint. What does that mean? Where are they travelling? How are they travelling? What are they eating? What are they consuming on the platform? Evans told the delegates to stay tuned for further developments. So just imagine how that's going to work out. When your cash is replaced with a programmable central bank digital currency, old Klaus and his weird collection of misanthropic friends must be rubbing their hands with glee. And by the way, just so you know, Alibaba is owned by the Chinese. Oh, there's no coincidence there at all. Nothing to see. Just keep on believing that everything's fine. We'll all be all right, you know. Aye. Well, links to all these stories are available, so you can read and research them for yourself. Follow the web link in the episode notes to www.semper-reformata.com to learn more. Today's Grace Gem is from Alexander Smelly. Smelly writes, O Lord, how manifold are your works, in wisdom have you made them all. Psalm 104.24 Let me walk through the world, says Smelly, so various, so beautiful, so pleasing, with an open eye. It is strange that there are many who have no discernment of its wondrousness. Let me walk through the world, which is the many-coloured vesture of the Lord, with a believing mind. The sights and sounds of the landscape ought to be preachers and trumpets of the glory of God. In the cool of the day, when I pass through the country fields, or climb to the summit of the hill, or sit and gaze across the sea, God and my soul should meet and talk. Well, there's a rebuke for me, complaining about the wee birds. Well, let's pray. 
Our Heavenly Father, we praise you for your creating power and might. For truly we can agree with the psalmist who said that the heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament shows his handiwork. May we too marvel at the hand of God in creating and sustaining this world in which we live. We pray for those who have no faith in God's power to sustain the earth, those who actually see our own human race created in God's image as a curse or a cancer upon the planet, and who in their own sinful, depraved worldview would seek to destroy mankind. Restrain their wickedness, we pray. Turn them from their evil ways. Teach them the error of their paths, so that they will repent of their sins and turn away from their wickedness and trust in Christ for forgiveness. We pray for those who grieve over lost children. Comfort them, we pray, with your presence and remind them that our Saviour, the Lord Jesus Christ, called the little children to himself saying, Suffer the little children to come unto me, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. Well, that's all for now. Links for all these stories are on the website semper-reformata.com and there's a link to that website in the episode notes. Catechism class is tomorrow, Tuesday at 1pm, and there should be a sermon podcast on Saturday. I know we live in a dangerous and a difficult world where evil seems to hold sway, but don't give up. Let's keep watching and keep praying. Far greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode of the podcast, please help to make it better known by opening the podcast app on your phone or mobile device. Then, search for The Semper Reformata Podcast. Subscribe and give it a 5-star rating. See you next time.